Buckle up, it's the Insurance Dudes Podcast. So coming into this business from the corporate world, what was your hardest, what was the biggest challenge? Because that's a, that's a big agency to... You know, it, 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 well, I worked here for, what, 12 and a half years before I took it over. So okay. when I came in, I was, I was green. I was, my, my background, my degree is in finance. Uh, it's funny, I actually wanted to, wanted to be an attorney growing up and went to college and realized what law school actually entails. You know, and, and I, I didn't. I didn't have that kind of. I, di- I didn't have that kind of gumption. Um, so I, I got a degree in, in finance and business administration as a uh, as a financial planner for about six weeks out of college. Um, you know, and, and I learned very quickly. The first, when I was first working there, the, the guy in our, our orientation class to said ninety five percent of you are not going to make it out of the first year. And he was right, because financial planners, you start, especially out of college, you know, hey, dad, you've been working for 40 years. Let me, you know, let me handle your retirement money. That's how you start your business. You don't know anybody. If right. you talk about pressure, you know, forget it. I learned very quickly it wasn't for me, but I always liked the sales. I always liked people, talking to people. Um, so I got in with Frito-Lay um, and started doing route sales for them. So I, had, I don't know. 15 or 20 grocery stores on my route and got to know the store managers and, and things, but you know, it, it's, it's just relationships. You know, it's, it, that's all it is. If you, if you're good with people and you, you, you genuinely enjoy people and, and uh, talking, you're going to be successful in this business. You just keep your head down and do it over and over and over again. It's repetition. Yeah. Is is your dad involved now? Only you- from only only from a business standpoint, you know, from a ten thousand foot view looking down, he's uh, he and I have business meetings on how to grow and how to move the business. But as far as a day to day, you know, he he doesn't come in and really talk to the staff anymore. And you know, I'll I'll call him in every now and then for in, in our sales meetings and stuff, and he'll he'll throw an old, you know, a trick or two that worked in 1989, you know, out that we could try and bring back, you know, but now by and large, he's, he's, he's removed from the day to day. Just have him sit over on the, off to the side and work the microfiche. Yeah. Right. That's right. He knows how to <laughs> do that. He's told story. He's told stories about, you know, back, back in the day of actually having to hand rate auto policies. You know, they didn't have computers when he first started. You know, he was actually in the the booth at Sears back in the day. You know, and and uh, he, they would actually hand rate auto policies. You know, it's remarkable. Somebody wouldn't disclose a uh, somebody wouldn't disclose a speeding ticket or something, and you know, you rate it by hand, and then they find it. You know, after the fact, and then the rate goes up, and you got to go and explain those. You know, it's not not like it is today. With, the touch of a button, you know, instant, everything right? about everywhere. It was so yeah. slow. There's a, there's a woman here in, in Tucson that owns a Hawaiian restaurant and we got, you know, I had my, had one of my shirts on. So she said, right. Oh, I used to work for an Allstate agent in Hawaii and yeah. you know, back in the early eighties. And, and she said like, so there was that they were hand rating it, but then they also had to, they had to ship the paperwork from yeah. Hawaii to, to Chicago. 
right? So yeah. think of the lag time before the underwriters right. even look at it. And then they would right. have a problem with it, send it back. And it's so yep. it would take weeks for a policy to issue. And, you know, yeah. you're making right. eight bucks a year off it. It's just yep. great. I, I mean, <laughs> yep. and now here we are, you know, at the red light. There's some people. <laughs> here, we, here, here we are sitting in Florida and Arizona having a, having a conversation, right? You know, right. Just it's technology. amazing. It is crazy. So uh, what, what do you find right now? What's your biggest challenge in the agency? Managing staff, just like everybody else, managing staff. How, how many staff do you have? I've got, I've got 11 counting myself. Cool. So and are you guys departmentalized? We are. Yep. I've got two, uh, I've got two retention, two young ladies who work on retention. Their job is to call clients all day, every day. Um, I've got one administrative assistant and a second who's kind of floats between those two departments and then everybody else is sales. You know, and the administrative people, they do all the endorsements and mortgage changes and those type, type thing, check the mail, you know, do all, do all of that stuff. Uh, and then I've got everybody else is on in sales trying to grow it. <laughs> the jack of all trades. You know, I, I, I try and keep my, I try to keep myself to the, the quote unquote difficult clients or the more, the more intense clients we have, you know, who has the auto home, personal umbrella boat, and maybe some life insurance with us. You know, if you've, if you've got a seasonal condo down here, you're probably not going to talk to me. You know, so yeah. we just kinda, that's how we, that's how we just kind of, we try and kind of departmentalize it a little bit. So, I mean, I say that, so, you know, if they want to talk to me, they can talk to me. But everybody's kind of my gatekeeper in that because I if you can you can get you can get lagged up in a hurry. Yeah, you can definitely get bogged down. So, yeah, rabbit holes. Right. <laughs> well, old rabbit holes. Yeah, some little thing that starts off with "Do you have a minute?" can end up where now you have to call <laughs> RBC for, for an afternoon, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> and they need yeah. to they need to they just bought a new car and change they need to change out a car. Yeah. No, I'm going to get you over here. I know that um, she's going to do a much better job helping you on that. So, yeah. And you, you know, like everybody else, you, you, you have some of those clients who they only want to talk to Dan and that that's, that's fine. You know, I've got one lady who just refuses to give her credit card to anybody else in the office, but me. And that's fine. She's 82 years old too. So you can give a little grace where grace is due. So, we always yep. promise the listeners that we're, they're going to get some juicy tidbits. I think that that um, from a, you know, from a marketing or uh, new business acquisition standpoint, and obviously you have a lot of different lines in the, in the lake here. Yeah. Um, so having the, having, uh, what's her name? I, the, the marketing lady, Dana. Yeah. So, yeah. so you have Dana, you have Dana going around to the 150 or so loan officers handing out Snickers. Yeah. Um, and then there's got to be some other significant. Yeah, we do. We do. We do a lot of. We do a lot of direct mails, uh, direct okay. campaigns. Um, I'll buy. I'll buy internet leads periodically. Uh, you know, my, my opinion on internet leads is you don't buy them to sell. I know Craig, you and I talked about that a little bit uh, a couple of weeks ago when we were talking. You, you yeah. don't. I don't buy them with the intention of selling them. The day we get them, 
I buy them for the cross date. Because uh, an internet lead, you know, typically you call them and you're the seventh person that's called them and they're talking about their car insurance that day. But six months later, you know, they, they're ready to talk. So you buy their name and number is what you're buying out of that. So, so we'll do that periodically. I don't do that. Um, I don't do that, you know, on a, con- on a consistent basis. I'll, I'll buy them for maybe three months a year and then keep the, you know, keep working the cross dates. Cause you know, all, all this is, if you want to grow, it's, it's opportunity. You know, the more people you talk to, the more policies you're going to sell and uh, trying to keep that pipeline full. What's your number one advice that you would, that you'd offer any new agent that's starting out? Just stick with it. You know, it, it, it'll all work out. People give up too easily on things and, you know, mm-hmm. in, my, in my experience. And, you know, it, it's not always going to be good months. It's not always going to be, um, you know, I, I go home at night and, uh, you know, beat my head against the wall. Use my sounding <laughs> board. Not every day, not every day, is, not every day is a great day. It's just not, um, you know, but specifically for, for the agency owners uh, out there, you know, number one advice I'd give you is don't let your staff see you having a bad day. Keep, yeah, that's good. keep, keep that stuff for home. You know, never, there, there are things that Allstate does as a company that makes me want to, you know, just doesn't make any sense, but you'll never hear me bad mouth Allstate to my staff. You know, that's, that's who I work for. You know, that's, that's, that's my number one company that I represent and, and I believe in their product. Do they do everything perfectly? Nope. Neither does State Farm, neither does USAA, neither does, you know, anybody. Um, but uh, you'll never hear me, you'll never hear me uh, uh, say a detrimental word to him, to my staff. My wife, that's a different, you know, <laughs> behind closed doors, you know, that's, Different, different story, you know, and then you get it out and you move on, you come back the next day and things always better the next day. Yep. If you had to do it all over again, from when you started with Allstate, what would you, what's the one thing you would do differently? That's a good question. You know, I I don't know. I I think I did. First of all, I'm blessed. I walked into a pretty good situation. I married the right girl. Um, and, and from a business standpoint, not from a personal standpoint and from a business standpoint. So I walked in and I was trained by, um, by someone with a, a world of experience. So I can't speak to the guys out there who are starting scratch right now, who don't have any experience in, in, uh, in the insurance world. I, that's, that's foreign to me. Um, you know, so, you know, there's not a lot that I would, there's not a lot that I would do different. You know, just be a sponge, learn it and learn, learn coverage, learn, learn what makes you uh, different from everybody else. Even the other Allstate agents, you know, I tell, I tell my staff, I don't, I don't see the state farm guys in in town as my competition. I see the other Allstate guys as my competition. State farm guys sell another product. I can't control what state farm guys sell. That's all their their business. I can't compete against that. It's my product versus their product. But the guy down the Allstate guy down the street sells the exact same thing that I can that I can get an offer. Why should they take me over him or her, as the case may be? So that's that's kind of the, the forefront of my mind all the time. That makes sense. 
So it sounds like the two, the two nuggets you kind of, kind of gave as advice is a perseverance, um, just stick with it. Right. And then yeah, uh, relationships. Yeah. It's kind of been a, a, a common. Threat. Absolutely. And, yeah. and everything, everything else will take care of itself. It will all fall back and fall into place. I like it. It, it really will. So. Cool. What, what's your, uh, if you went to go grab fast food around there, what's your favorite place? You know, I, I, there's a McDonald's right by the office and I haven't been there outside of their coffee. Their coffee is abnormally good. I don't get McDonald's food as in in general is just awful, but their coffee in the morning, it's legit. Uh, There's a subway here. I go to a lot. Um, there's a, 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 um, a Taco Bell down the street that I've hit up a couple of times, but, but that's, that's about it. Close <laughs> to us anyway. Awesome. What's the transition from, from where you were going to Florida? What's it culturally? It was not, it was, well, it, it took me about a year um, to really like it. It was not a hard decision. Um, when we first started talking about it, you know, I, I didn't want to do it the same year we got married um, and, and switch careers and move across the country and do all of it all at one time. Um, That's a lot. I had a, you know, I, I, at the time I was a district manager. So I had like nine guys who ran routes for free LA underneath me. And one guy called me at like 10 o'clock at night. He was on his way to the hospital, so he couldn't run his route. And he left his, the depot at like 2.30 in the morning to get his route was like an hour away from the depot. And, you know, so who are you going to call to run a route on, you know, four hours sleep to, so I just said, I'll do it, you know? And so I went home, slept for like three and a half hours, got up. First thing I said when I turned the truck on in the morning was it was seven degrees outside. And that was the day I decided we were going to Florida. <laughs> Cause we were, we were planning on going, you know, we were planning on getting, working for another year and then making the move like in 2007 and I just said you know what are we doing here like let's just do it rip the band-aid off and, and go and you know seven degrees they can they can that's one of the things I don't miss about Indianapolis yeah that's brutal, <laughs> it's, that's it, brutal. it's awful it's awful you know I'm, I do miss I do miss the city you know being able to go down and go downtown on a Sunday morning and try and get Colts tickets and if you don't you just go across the street to the sports bar and watch the Colts game with you know, 150 of your closest friends, you know, that kind of stuff, you know, where I am, I'm like two hours from two hours from Miami. So if you want to do something, you know, in the city, you got a plan to do it, you know? So I missed that little bit of that, that little bit of it, but, but uh, I wouldn't, I wouldn't go back. Certainly not in January. <laughs> right. You'll, uh, yeah, I would take I would take the humidity over that. That's just, <laughs> yeah. oh, brutal. Yeah, it, it's brutal. We have the weather trifecta we, uh, represented on this call: Arizona, California, Florida. I mean, you, right? everybody else is envious. Of us. <laughs> <laughs> That's well, cool. Uh, anything else that that you can think? I know we we sort of touched on advice for for new agents or or anybody buying an agency. Um, how, how about that? How about somebody who's buying an agency? Um, you know, those fundamentals that you bring up, I think are so important. 
Yeah, I, I mean, I just know know the book. You know, do your do your due diligence if you're buying a if you're buying a book. Know the book and know the staff. You know, look at those look at those loss ratio numbers and and those retention numbers and and all of those things because when you buy when you buy a book, there's going to be a little bit of attrition. I mean, I I, I took over from my father-in-law, and there's been a little bit of attrition because everybody wanted to talk to Steve. Well, Steve's retired. Well, you know, I'm, leave, I'm leaving. Well, I'm Steve's son-in-law, so, you know, still talking to the family. I don't know. I want to talk to Steve. You know, you're, you're going to get those. You're going to get those people, you know. So, you know, if you've got, if you've got somebody who's a book of business who's retaining at 70%, you can expect it to go to 60. That's not a good deal, you know. So, so no, do your due diligence before you, before you make that purchase. Awesome, Dan. Well, hey, we, we really, really appreciate your time. We're here. Uh, we're right at the, we went a little tiny bit over, but, but uh, thank you so much. You bet. Really yeah, thanks. My pleasure. Appreciate it, guys. Hey, Jason. Yes, Mr. Craig. That was another awesome episode, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. Well, if people want to get a little bit more action and, and learn how to do, uh, write 100000 in premium, Yes. Off of even the worst internet leads, where could they go? They can go to live.teledudes.com. Ooh, that sounds exciting. Are we going to be there? Yes. It's a weekly call that we're doing right now that will, it's live and it will show you the process. The entire process mm. is super awesome. Mm. I love it. Let's do it. Let's do it. Sign up right now, live.teledudes.com. Live.teledudes.com. That's live.teledudes.com. Hey, Craig, there's a new community that we are starting that I cannot wait to tell everybody about. It is our live texting community where you and I are going to answer people's questions and give them free content, right? Are you kidding me? We get yep. to talk to them? Yeah, which is awesome, but they have to opt in. They have to text us at 520 520- Two one four two two one nine. That's five two zero two one four two two one nine. Nice. I'm Greg. Are you going to respond to these texts? I'm going to respond to them for sure. Live. I'm into it too. It's going to well, be awesome, and it's a it's going to be our new texting community where we're going to get back to everybody that we can and drop some crazy content, free content, and free. Um, the calculator that you just came up with. Mm. That's right. The calling calculator. Sales material. I mean, everything for insurance agents, this is it. It's the best texting community out there for insurance agents. Well, what the heck is that number again? I can't remember it. It's 520-214-2219. That's okay. 520-214-2219. I love it. I'm going to text it right now. Five two zero two one four two two one nine. All right. I'll see you later, Mr. Jason. Bye, Mr. Craig. Wait, do they even listen to this on the radio anymore? <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it. Nice. Uh, all right.